Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Hello, brothers and sisters. Happy birthday. Maybe you're wondering, well, why am I saying happy, happy birthday to you today? Because it's not really my birthday, right? But, but it is. It's the birthday of the church today. Today we celebrate the solemnity of Pentecost. And Pentecost Sunday is traditionally what we call the birthday of the church. Because it was on this day that the Holy Spirit came down on the apostles and all those who were present there. And we're told that on that day, 3,000 people were baptized and they entered into the church. And, and on that day, on that very day of Pentecost, you know, the apostles were filled. They were filled with the Holy Spirit, something that, 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 that our Lord promised, right? And so Pentecost Sunday is very important because it, 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 it really was a turning point, a turning point for the church, a turning point for the apostles. And, and really, um, it, it, it fulfilled what our Lord said that he would do, right? He's promised the apostles that after he leaves, he will send another advocate, right, to be with them and to teach them and to remind them all that he had taught them. And so our Lord kept his promise, and, and on Pentecost Sunday, on that very day, the apostles were filled with the Spirit, and the Spirit never left them. And, and so this indeed is a very important um, day in the life of the church. It's, it's a birth of the church. It, it is a day when the church really began to, to expand, began to to persevere despite the persecutions that would come, you know, with with Nero and 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 so on and so forth, so on and so forth, right? That 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 on you know on this day forward, the apostles knew that that the Lord's words would come to fruition, that all nations, right, will hear the good news, that they were to proclaim. The, this good news and to baptize people from all nations despite any hardships despite any obstacles despite any persecutions and they knew they were able, able to do this and they were able to do this because it did not come from their own it came from God it came from the spirit you know just you know if, if, if we put ourselves back to you know 2,000 years ago um to get up a room just 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 days just days and weeks ago these men were were hiding they were hiding behind closed doors in the upper room afraid of the roman soldiers afraid of the jewish leaders afraid that they would be persecuted afraid that they would be imprisoned just like their leader was you know and 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 then in today's gospel we hear again that passage where the Lord says, you know, he, he, he goes through those locked doors and he says, peace be with you. 
and he breathes on them and then they and then our lord gives him the spirit then but then of course on pentecost on today is when they really receive it fully right that peace right it, it, it's almost as if the lord when when he appeared to them in that upper room after his resurrection it was like a, a little glimpse a little um pre preparation for the apostles for when the holy spirit will descend upon them on the day of pentecost right and 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 our lord says this to them jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them peace be with you when he had said this he showed them his hands and his side the disciples rejoiced when they saw the lord jesus said to them again peace be with you as the father has sent me so I send you. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. What a powerful and important moment for us. You know, this is where we we get the sacraments, right? Of of reconciliation, of 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 of, of retaining sins and forgiving sins. You know, our Lord was telling them that, that, that it is not them who forgives and retains. It is Him. It is the Lord. It is the Father who does it through them. And when we are confirmed, at least for, for, for Catholics, when we are confirmed, whereas we are told, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, or be sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit, right? Then peace be with you. These are the exact words that, that our Lord said to to the apostle, at least as quoted here in the Gospel of John. But I want to I want to go back all the way to Genesis real quick about um, this breath. You know, in in the second creation account, we're told that when when God made man from the dust of the earth, we're told that He breathed into His nostrils the breath of life. Brothers and sisters, this Holy Spirit is God's breath himself. It is, this spirit is what gives us life. Not just any breath, but God's breath himself. The Holy Spirit is God himself, right? We believe that, you know, in in, in a few Sundays, we will celebrate Trinity Sunday, where we talk about the Trinity. Uh, but, but now I'll just talk briefly, you know, just about how the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is three persons in one God, that they're really one, right? That 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 the Holy Spirit, we're told, is really is the love that the Father and the Son share. So so the Holy Spirit is love itself. The Holy Spirit is life itself. The Holy Spirit is God, right? And so when the Lord, when God breathed into man's nostril the breath of life, he was giving his very breath to them. And brothers and sisters, guess what? The Lord has breathed into our nostrils too. We are a living being because we have the breath of God within us. How precious, right? If we, if we really think about that that, that, that we are alive because of God's breath, how much more seriously Will we take our lives? How much more precious will we be able to see 
how life really is, ours and others. That that each living being, living being, whether they are our enemies or friends or, or, or more importantly, even those who are unborn, that God's breath resides in them, in us, in you and in me. How much more, you know, in, um, enriching our lives would be if we really come to, to see this and believe this, that, that it is God's very breath, God's very life, God's very love that, that makes us living beings. Um, but now moving a little bit further down in, in Genesis, in, in chapter 11, uh, we, we, you know, Pentecost really, if, if, if you think about it, you know, on, on Pentecost, we, we, we hear in the Acts of the Apostles where the Spirit descended on the Apostles and then those who were there who were from diff- different regions, different areas, they spoke different languages, yet they understood one another, right? That, 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 the, the, that the Holy Spirit allowed them to understand one another, you know? You know, because the Spirit really speaks a language that, that transcends any human language, any human dialect, because it is the language of love. And love is universal, right? You know, if you know, every mother loves her child in the same um, with the same affection. You know, I, I I'm just saying that very generally. You know, and, and of course, I'm not talking about the extreme cases where mothers don't. But 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 you know, I think about my mom. I think about my friends' moms who are from you know non-Asian uh, cultures. They love their children with the same unconditional love that that they want the best for their child they love them you know and 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 and, 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 and mothers they share this love they understand this love even though they may not understand one another's language but mothers share this universal language that's the language of love and holy mother church we share that language too that all of us and 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 that's the beauty of the church right that that wherever we go and we attend mass. We we may not understand the 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 language that's being spoken, but we know what's going on. We know that the Eucharist is being confected. We know that when the priest holds up that host, that is Jesus. We know that because the language of the church isn't just a human language. It's not English. It's not Latin. It's not Greek. Whatever. It is the language of love. A language that isn't um, humanly linguistic, if you will. It is a language that transcends all human barriers. The language of God, the language the Holy Spirit comes to speak to us is a language of love. And that is in contrast, if you think really, with with the Tower of Babel, right? In in, in Genesis 11, we, we have this account of the Tower of Babel, where we told, um, if you went to the vigil mass, you would have heard um, this in the first reading. So, so this is what it says. It says, the whole world spoke the same language, using the same words. And they said to one another, come, let us mold bricks and harden them with fire. Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the sky, and so make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we shall be scattered all over the earth. You see, what's the problem here is that these people, they were trying to contain themselves, right? 
they were split in, this was the same language. They they were trying to build this tower up to the sky to to really reach God, but not to worship, but to become gods, perhaps. You know, but but some say, well, well, what's wrong with that? They 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 just want to you know keep it all in the family, make a name for themselves. But just two chapters before with Noah, God said, "What be fertile and multiply and fill the earth." Here they're doing the opposite; they're not following the commandment to fill the earth. See, look, they said that we should. Um, build ourselves a city and make a name for ourselves otherwise we shall be scattered all over the earth but that's what they were commanded to do they were commanded to fill the earth to be all over the earth not just in one place so we can see here that that already again just after the flood some generations later now they're already do doing the same thing trying to 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 not follow the commandments of filling the earth and that is the exact opposite of the thing that we celebrate today, the Pentecost, where 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 you know they may be gathered together in one place, but now with the Holy Spirit they can now go back to where they uh, came from. They may go back to their homelands and, and and spread this good news. And the apostles now have the courage and the grace and the strength to go to India, go to Rome, go to all these places that they that they never would have been if the Spirit didn't come because if they remained in that upper room and locked behind those doors, they wouldn't have, the, the, the church wouldn't be what it is today. But because of the gift of the Holy Spirit, we have the church. And that is why, brothers and sisters, today we celebrate Pentecost, the birthday of the church. That because of this gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit, it reversed the the the, the waywardness of of the Tower of Babel, who tried to contain and 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 keep it to themselves, but now we see that they are now is for all people. Jesus came for all people. God is the God of all. And so Pentecost, my brothers and sisters, is a very important day for us because it shows us the the uh, universality of the church, and and that Jesus came for all people, whether you spoke Aramaic, Hebrew. Greek, Latin, whatever. God came for you. You. God came for you and God came for me. And so my brothers and sisters, today we celebrate a very important day. The birthday of the church. The day when our Lord's um, words to the apostles were fulfilled. And the Spirit and the Advocate came down. And this peace and the joy and the life that our Lord promised them filled their hearts. So my, my brothers and sisters, today we celebrate Pentecost, but tomorrow, on Monday, we begin the eighth week of ordinary time. But before that, there's this new feast date that, that, that the church celebrates, which is the mother of the church. Um, how, how beautiful it is that the day after Pentecost, Pope Francis um, puts this feast date here to, to remind us that that Mary, Mary is the mother of the church. Mary, you know, was there with them. Mary was there with them at the upper room. When the, when, when, when the Spirit came, she was there. And she's the mother of the church. And we can go to her and ask for her prayers and intercession. Because she is our mother. 
And Jesus will never say no to her mother. And so, my brothers and sisters, as we continue to celebrate this great feast day, this birthday of the church, and as we enter into ordinary time, let us always remember that there is nothing ordinary about ordinary time, right? You know, because the Spirit is with us. We are filled with God's love, filled with the breath of life, the breath that is God himself. Let us live each day knowing this, that God lives within us. And now let us close with the prayer of, of the Come Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever enjoy his consolations through Christ our Lord. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. Until next time, stay well. Know, know that God loves you, that you are that He calls you His beloved sons and daughters, and and stay close to Mary, because she will she will always lead you closer to her Son. Until next time, God bless. Bye bye. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.